the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Hour 3, Backbone Radio, October 23rd, 2022, opening ski season day at A-Basin. <laughs> yep, there's snow up there, and I came down from up there this morning, did not get to ski today. But, oh, it's like, can you get that good feeling? In spite of it all, you got to have that good feeling. And the phone's been ringing off the hook about talking about Joe O'Day. Is he a rhino candidate for Senate here in Colorado? Or is he making a savvy move by trying to appeal to the unaffiliateds by somehow thinking that an unaffiliated voter would definitely like Nikki Haley more than Trump, and that would make them vote for O'Day? By the way, a lot of unaffiliated voters left the Republican Party because the Republican Party in Colorado was not treating Trump very well or MAGA very well or America first very well. (laughs) Anyway... We'll talk to everybody on that. Do you have thoughts to add? 303-696-1971. It's just kind of a, you know, kind of a bit of a mess here on that front. But I will say this. The Democrats are particularly nervous, nervous, and they are so nervous about this. And um, you've seen some Democrats come out and say, well, I'm worried that the, the Democrats peaked too soon. They peaked too soon, like a few weeks ago when supposedly the poll data was a little bit better for the Democrats. One thing you have to know about poll data is – um, the further, the closer you get to the election, the, the, even the most egregious polling companies have to get a little bit more accurate so as to be less humiliated when the actual results come in. And so, you know, say you're six weeks out, eight weeks out, two months out, um, you can basically make polls say whatever you want and get the Democrats all up, you know, and it has the psyop effects because it demoralizes the Republicans like, oh, my gosh, Biden's screwing up the country, but they're, they're still doing OK in the polls. But now you're seeing the Democrats start to, you know, have a little bit more accurate polls probably. And you're seeing the red wave crest. And Chris Hayes over at MSNBC, which is – he is just one of, you know, the most partisan hack people who um, just – you know. But it's important to know what this guy is saying. And listen to him be awfully nervous here. Chris Hayes – and let's dismantle what he says here. He's nervous about Democrat prospects for 2022. Oil companies, OPEC, Saudis, not exactly eager to make sure prices are low before an election where Democratic candidates are vulnerable. It's also why Saudi Arabia might want to suddenly announce a cut in oil production right before the midterms. Of course, Democrats can't just throw their hands up and say, oh, well, because the future of American democracy is in, as we report night in and night out on this program, real peril, existential peril. Yeah, so, and I'll do one more clip from Chris Hayes, but... You know, he's just worried because democracy is in peril. Our democracy is in peril because of, you know, MAGA Republicans who just like, you know, the Constitution, (laughs) the moderate MAGA Republicans. Somehow Chris Hayes is very, very alarmed by their existence, by people who disagree with him in his media bubble. Um, But Chris Hayes is trying to make a case that Joe Biden emptying out the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is a good thing because it's going to drop gas prices. And somehow the voters are all concerned that gas prices have more than doubled since Joe Biden took over. And so that therefore it's good to 
drain the oil out of that reserve because it's going to help save our democracy. Um, has has Chris Hayes ever thought that when Trump was in office, we had energy independence? We weren't dependent upon OPEC. We weren't dependent upon other countries for oil and our energy needs. Now we are dependent on them because of the policies of Joe Biden and the Democrats. Oh, and now he's like all worried what the Saudis are doing. But Joe Biden caused that, you moron. Anyway, listen to this, Chris Hayes. And so we find ourselves in a situation where keeping gas prices low is key to preserving and strengthening the future of our democracy. And so here we are. Hence Biden releasing oil from the reserves today. And all this speaks to what the future of our elections will look like. Because it's you can't just count on one thing to preserve American democracy. You can't just count on the voters to vote for it. You can't just count on the courts. And you can't just count on civil society. It's going to require a broad coalition of factors, people being smart and tactically astute, all working together across the spectrum of civil society to preserve the American experiment. And remember this, that people like Chris Hayes, who think, oh, hell yeah, let's drain that strategic petroleum reserve when we're on the verge of World War III in order to keep... Joe Biden or the Democrats uh, inspired by Joe Biden's missteps in office after they ruined our own energy independence that Trump gave us, right? Um, so, you know, how do you like it, Chris Hayes, being dependent on the Saudis? How do you like being dependent on the middlemen for our energy needs? How do you like that? He doesn't like that. He's panicking. He thinks democracy is maybe doomed. But you can hear the panic in his voice as he watches this red wave build and the red wave coming to a crest and we're a couple of weeks from the midterms. Mm. These poor Democrats getting kind of nervous, and you see it all across the spectrum. I just chose that one as a good one to pick on here. But a lot of folks, again, having some uh, having some thoughts about O'Day. Some people are saying never voting for that guy. You know, diehard Republicans, moderate MAGA Republicans, which is what we are, not going to vote for the guy. Don't want another McCain. Don't want another Lindsey Graham. Some are saying... Oh, the guy is awful. He's terrible. He sucks, but I'm going to vote for him anyway because he's still better than the Democrat Bennett. So, I mean, you see, this is not the kind of debate we need to be having right now, but we're having to have it. And I just am kind of curious where everybody comes down on it. We've had a great spectrum of very wise callers coming to their own conclusions, and that is my advice. I'm not advising anybody to do anything. I'm not saying don't vote for him. I'm not saying do for him. I'm saying you figure it out. You figure it out on your own. That's really up to you. So I'm staying out of the way. The establishment Republicans are running their campaign in Colorado. They think they know how to do it. Let's watch them do it. Bring us the results. Bring us the trophy. Get us a victory. Let's see if they know how to do it. Let's talk to Holly. Holly and Aurora. Welcome, Holly. Hi, Matt. You know what? You and Blake, you're all right. You two are really all right. I was furious when I called, and Blake talked me down. I, I love having somebody talk me down off the ledge. I love it. I really do. And you do it, too. Just all this time while I've been on hold, you did it as well. I, we have to vote for O'Day. Guys, honestly, people, listeners, people, we got to vote for him. I know it's the pits. But I swear I'm going to keep his phone absolutely red hot if he does happen to accidentally win. I'm going to keep his phone red hot with complaints and bitching and everything else. Good. And he's going to be one sorry boy 
if he thinks that <laughs> us Republicans can just be talked down just because he can do this. I can't now, believe one he's thing. So now, I'm not trying to put you back on the ledge, Holly, but no. the, the, the <laughs> one moment yeah, don't do where that. the one moment <laughs> where politicians are most accountable to the voters is like two yeah. weeks before the election. And so two yeah. weeks before the election, we get that from O'Day where he just kicks okay. Trump to the curb. He tri- he kicks MAGA voters to the curb. He just blasts okay. him. And this is this is when he should be most finesse, most accountable, most okay. like, you know, but he's not. So yeah. I don't know if that bodes well for once he's in office for a six year term. Anyway, I just I just just yeah, thought I'd mention that part. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I I totally agree, but you know, and that and that's true. And I think, but I think what hurts us the most is when we feel like we thought we did the right thing, and we get a Cory Gardner that does nothing but just absolutely screw us over. And so, one of the things that we can't do is lay back and let him think he got away with something. So, if we get him in there, and that, that will be an absolute miracle because he's a fool. But if we get him in there, we have got to stay on his rear end and stay on his rear end and make him go to his wife and say, I wish I hadn't run for senator. I wish I had never done this. That's what we need to do because he's shown his his stripes. Now we have to show him ours. And I think that's the only way to get Colorado back is to say, you want to do this? You're going to be one sorry boy when we get done with you. Well, I'll tell, what what, we Holly, I'll tell you what, Holly, I'll tell you, I wouldn't want you on my case, Holly. Uh, that, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thank you for taking over Stefan's um, shows, as many as the, of them at night as you can do. Thank you for doing that because oh, we love bet. listening to you. Oh, so honored by that. So, yeah, I'll be um, in on Friday, this coming Friday. Oh, okay. And okay. I'll, I'll just go Sounds in good. and just, just make it happen, right? And uh, so, all right, Sounds Holly. Um, all right. <laughs> You're, you're, you bet. You're, you're, you're very, very astute, Holly. I love how you think about all this. But I'm not saying what people need to do. You gotta, it's, this is your own conscience. It's your own vote. It's always your own, own vote. Somebody tell me that the Reverend Al Green is like not one of the greatest of all time. Oh, my gosh. Those early 70s hits of the Reverend Al Green who's, by the way, now a pastor in Memphis. He could bring the tunes, let me tell you. And that's, uh, that's an Al Green number, L-O-V-E. And we're talking to one and all about Joe O'Day. And, uh, oh, you know, just it's like uh, you have to do some face palming. You're a Colorado Republican voter. you got to do some face palming here. It's just uh, a little unfortunate. <laughs> anyway, just one little clip of Joe Biden about, uh, you know, is he going to run again? Should he run again? And whenever Joe Biden says a number, he gets it wrong. It's been one of my theses around here. Whenever he says a number, he gets the number wrong. And listen to him do it in this clip here about whether or not he should run again. So let's say Trump doesn't run again. Convince on Gloria that she should stick with you. Well, I think and Gloria should take a look. I, I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace? Or, you know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, 
you know, the new 70s, 50s, all that stuff. You know, I... The new 70 is 50. Oh, what a moron. The new 70 is 50. Okay, see, he meant to say the new uh, 50 is 70, right? But he said the new 70 is 50. He got it reversed. So if he's like 79, what is he? What, the new 79, what is, what is that? Like 199? That's your boy, Democrats. You wanted him in there. Any of you unaffiliated, you wanted this guy in there to screw up everything about this country because you were propagandized to think that you had to make a change from the peace and the prosperity we had for that glorious four-year interval. Yes, it was punctuated by a little uh, lab leak of a virus, which uh, that little gnome troll dwarf Fauci managed to really make a hash of. Anyway, just just putting that out there, Joe. <laughs> good old Joe Biden. But by the way, just one more on this on this vein of thought here. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention, my intention to run again, and we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it, Mr. President. Oh, Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that. Uh, that I uh, that that we're that we're doing something very important. And actually, in that clip, Joe Biden actually fell asleep when he was trying to answer that question, and he was stammering. And, st- and the like reporter, if you look at the, he's like waving his hand, trying to like, "Hello, Joe, Mr. President, hello, hello." What? Uh, yeah, fifty is the new seventy, right, Joe? Oh, oh, folks, any Democrat voter should be ashamed and disgusted with themselves for what they have done to this country. Oh, oh, Lord Almighty. Let's say hello. Lines are full. And artists in Aurora. Artists, how you doing? How are you seeing things? Well, Matt, first of all, my voice is gone. But um, Oh, goodness. Biden, I mean, he even tried to say, according to Facebook, that he had nothing to do with the oil issues we're having. And it's like so stopping the work on the pipeline and limiting where we can drill had nothing to do with this. Plus he has taken all but like a month's worth of our strategic supply, which Trump had up to the top. Yeah. And by the way, Trump, when gas was like at a dollar sixty something and he wanted to fill the reserves and Democrats blocked him back when he was up. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, folks. It's like, Oh yeah. Good, good job there. And Dems. As far as Joe Day is concerned, I've heard him speak a couple of times. I don't think he's going to be, you know, Trump. However, he has an R. I mean, we know what Bennett does. He votes 98% of the time with Biden. So is a known bad thing better or worse than a questionable, you know, I mean, Joe is a, so you would still vote man. O'Day, artist, when it comes down to it? Well, I'm certain. I, uh, my, uh, uh, there's no way I'm voting for a D. Right. At all. Right. I mean, there's just no way. So an unknown R is better than a known D. What if it's a McCain or a Lindsey Graham or a Mitch McConnell? Well, we didn't know what they were going to do before they got in there. Maybe the other Republicans will kind of um, explain to Joe what he needs to do. Yeah, maybe Mitch will explain to him what he needs to do. Yeah, well, I don't trust <laughs> Mitch. Or Lindsay. But there are 
there are valid Republicans in the I know. Senate, I think. It's a toughie, isn't it? I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm, we're just you know trying yeah. to get to the bottom of uh, oh, I know. this current I know. disaster. Oh, the life of the long-suffering well, Republican in Colorado. But we'll see if the establishment well, knows what they're doing. The, I went to the 710 deal the other night, and, you know, I mean, the Republicans are standing behind O'Day. So, I mean, it's scary, but we know what Bennett does, and it ain't for us. Right. Well, Artis, I'm going to let you that one hang. Thank you for checking in. <laughs> Glad to know where you are. Good luck on that voice of yours. Get it back yeah, to well, normal. Okay, right on. That. Oh, yeah. Have a lozenge. After you Take a lozenge. Yeah. <laughs> Or honey water, as my kids like. Well, anyway, all the best, artists. We'll talk okay. soon. Let's say hello to next in line, Gary in Bailey, Colorado. Welcome, Gary. I'm glad to be here. Yes, sir. Listen, I told Deborah Flora uh, before I would vote for Satan before I let Bennett get back in. If you don't vote at all, it's vote for Bennett. If you vote third party, it's vote for Bennett. So True. I voted for Joe O'Day. I already sent my ballot in. Yep. So, you know, I'm third-generation Colorado, born and raised, and this is not the Colorado I grew up in. I noticed that. Same here. Yeah. So I <laughs> I wasn't going to call, but I just had to say that. Well, I'm but glad he, to hear you say that, and uh, I haven't made up my mind yet, and everybody has to figure it out for themselves. And, you know, you just got to dig deep on this one. He's making it pretty hard for the, for us to vote for him. <laughs> you well, got to say that. But a lot of us are making it through, but uh, we'll see, you know. I've, I've already voted for him, like I say, you know. Please, my fellow megas, don't send Bennett back to Congress. Please. You have to admit, Bennett is seriously bad news. And he's another total do-nothing. I mean, you, he'd never... You never, like, hear from the guy. He's just always out there doing the left stuff and voting with Biden all the time and screwing up the place. Yep. So uh, you have to say O'Day would screw it up a little bit less. But, oh. you know, but but if the rhinos become the dominant force in the party, um, even a couple of rhinos interspersed here and there can do, like, huge damage. And it's like, oh, man, um, having them around is just almost not worth it, I have to say sometimes. So, uh, but that's just... Uh, you know, he went out and went there and did that, and so um, and that's what we have to wrestle with. And, Gary, you've come to your own conclusion, and so yeah. thank you for sharing that with us here tonight. Okay, remember, like as artists, Bennett votes 98% of the time with, with Biden. Zero, you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, please, guys, my fellows, don't send him back. Yeah, and remember... Uh, Gary, that Joe Biden tells you that 50 is the new 70. So if yeah. you're 50, uh, <laughs> that, that's 70 the, in Joe Biden's world. That's so. the first time I heard that clip, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the numbers wrong every time. every time. Whenever he throws it, any kind of a stat, any kind of an economic figure, he gets it off by, he gets it either reversed, backwards, upside down, misses it by five or six decimal points. That's yeah. our guy that Bennett votes 98% of the time with. No wonder why our economy is hosed. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a good night. Hey, will do. Thank you All for right. checking in, sir. Check back again before too long, if you would. All the best. Yeah, Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio. And like I said, yeah, I'll be in here on Friday, just uh, bringing the heat. And so looking forward to that, 4 to 7 p.m. for Tub Show. Headlights, yeah, bringing us back. It's the Old Crow Medicine Show. 
Wagon Wheel, Rock Me Mama. That's an anthem if there ever was one. One of our favorite one of our favorite bumper tunes around here. Rock Me Mama. Anyway, anything else going south <laughs> around here? Anything else? One little tidbit, and I'm going to get out of the way and let the callers do all the talking here. Just one quick point. This is a short one. Stacey Abrams running for governor in Georgia. And she says, you know what? You know, uh, hey, the reason why people are worried about gas prices is because they, they have kids, you know, and she's a very pro-abortion candidate. And the Democrats are so radical, pro-abortion. It's like they have like a weird fetish for, you know, uh, aborting babies. It's bizarre. But while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that they're confronted with? But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. Okay, okay. That's Stacey Abrams' position, that you wouldn't worry about gas prices or food prices if you weren't forced to have kids. What a freak! Good grief! Freak! The Democrats are so extreme on all these issues, especially abortion. Folks, anyway, it just by the way, we're talking about Joe O'Day a lot today. And by the way, uh, Mr. Blake behind the glass says he's never been so busy in any of the shows with, with all these calls tonight. So I'm going to get right to it. But just, just so we get one more thing in, and it's could Carrie Lake maybe down in Arizona give – Give our candidate for Senate here some like remedial lessons on how to run a campaign. Listen to the finesse in this answer, in this response from Carrie Lake. Uh, Carrie, Arizona Maria. took the step to Bartiromo. put shipping containers to cover up the holes in the border wall in Arizona. But now officials in Washington, D.C., the Biden administration, want those shipping containers removed because it is covering up the holes in the walls. Tell me about this. I find this stunning. You know, it's just another example, Maria, where we're seeing that our federal government is siding with the cartels. They're siding with the traffickers. It's shocking. I support Governor Ducey in trying to fill these holes any way possible. I mean, obviously, I want to finish President Trump's wall. and We plan to do that when I'm governor. But in the short term, let's get something, a barrier of some sort to cover these gaps where people are pouring in and where the drugs are pouring in. I'm glad the governor is fighting back. I continue to maintain that we will fight back every single day against Joe Biden and any Democrat lawfare attack on the people of Arizona as we try to secure our border. Oh, man, that's how you do it. Carrie Lake showing the way. Nice little bouquet for Trump, finishing Trump's wall. She has the right attitude towards Trump down in Arizona. We're on the front lines. We are also on the front lines of the border. Little bouquet to Ducey there, the rhino governor. She finds a way to, you know, get along, get along. But, uh, yeah, anyway... Um, let's talk on the phones and, uh, next in line, Stephen and Conifer. Thanks for checking in, Stephen. Hey, good evening. Uh, if you are in any way anti-abortion, you cannot support O'Day. His daughter has come out with advertisements on television and radio in which she talks about her father supporting the pro-choice 
agenda. I sent uh, a copy to your producer here um, just recently. He is not an appropriate conservative candidate for Colorado. And if you are voting for him, you are voting uh, to support abortion. But now, uh, Bennett, if that's the other choice here, uh, is obviously uh, pro-abortion all the way uh, till like birth or maybe even after. Who knows? Um, so the alternative, I mean, at least O'Day says uh, for the first five months, it's between the doctor and the woman. And then after that, he wants restrictions is what he The, the says. alternative is that conservatives in Colorado figure out how to get appropriate candidates. And uh, right now they haven't. Right. And that is the debate is, can you be a pro-life Republican and uh, have a successful campaign? And so that's a very good point, Stephen, what you said there. I would rather have a pro-life candidate. I'm with you on that. Um, But then you start that, okay, we're a blue state. All right. We got to compromise. We got to go rhino. And that's how we're going to win. Right, Stephen? We're going to go totally rhino. We're going to talk about Nikki Haley. We're going to talk about Tim Scott. We're going to do all that, and that's how we win, right? The establishment thinks that's how you win. Do you think that works, Stephen? Heck no. (laughs) It's time for conservatives to uh, figure out that they need to to get conservative candidates uh, up to the forefront. And uh, unfortunately, that's not happening, and uh, it's time for uh, conservatives in Colorado to wake up. Well... Stephen, very good, clear, sharp, concise point there. Thank you for bringing that, and uh, check back with us again. New voice, I'm glad to have you check in, sir. All the best to you. And just so we have uh, Joe O'Day, let's hear it in his own words on abortion. Before I let you go, abortion is shaping up to be a major issue in the midterms. You support a 20-week ban in Colorado with exceptions for rape and incest. Two years ago, your state rejected a 22-week ban. Colorado currently has no limits on abortion. So are you out of step with your state? No, I I believe for the first five months that decision should be between a woman and her doctor. After that, for rape, incest, uh, life of the mother, medical necessity, I believe that decision should also be between a woman and her doctor. Michael Bennett voted for a bill that supports abortion up to and including the moment of birth. I'm asking about your position. That's excessive. That's excessive. My position's where most of America is. That's excessive. Okay. And I think Joe O'Day, at least, you know, for the state of Colorado, that's a reasonable answer. And he, for, for, he, he kind of didn't get run over by the uh, Dana Bash from CNN totally on that one. Now, I'm a pro-lifer. I would rather have a pro-life candidate but uh, is Joe O'Day more in step with Colorado on that one? Maybe you could say maybe. But uh, again, Hispanic community, pro-life, so many in the Hispanic community, and they're, they're coming Republican ever since Trump showed up. So why are Republicans not uh, making more of a move there? I'd like to see, uh, see that get cultivated. And again, you have to be MAGA to do that. Yeah. Wake up, Republicans. Let's say hello to uh, next in line, Tom Inglewood. Hello, Tom. Welcome aboard, sir. Hello, um, Howdy. Tom in Denver. Tom in oh, Denver. Denver and, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Listen, uh, I I am sitting here uh, rubbing my face raw, uh, listening to you trying to herd these cats. Um, this is a binary decision. Yes, are, it we is. We are in we are in a single party rule here. We have to put Republicans butts in the seat, and that means not Bennett and. I'm sorry. It's it's not time to get together as 
conservatives and choose the candidates. We did already. Had the primary. O'Day is it. Yep. O'Day is it. You vote for him. Pinch your nose. You know, this ain't the worst thing that happened. Maybe I have a glimmer of hope that this guy is trying to get some independent votes and trying to find a middle road to get himself elected. And then we can herd that guy around and hold him accountable. But until we put a Republican there, nothing changes. So Mr. Guy and Conifer, no, it's not time to choose better candidates now. We already did. And like it or not, if you're going to change anything, you need to put Republicans in office. That's all I got. Well, good point, Tom. And you're right. It's a binary decision. You know, if you do if you do not vote for O'Day, if you go third party, you know, you are you are basically a vote for Bennett, right? Yep. And uh, yep. and that's the reality. Some people will say though that they do not want another McCain in. They would rather have Bennett in again than a McCain. And you have to understand how much the base, the Republican Party, justifiably despises rhinos like a McCain or a Mitt Romney or a Lindsey Graham. Okay, now does that make sure. sense? How, how much damage the rhinos can cause? How much uh, how they can push the direction of the party in the exact wrong way, and how they can they can harm the prospects for America first? Does that make sense? Well, of course it does. But but with Democrats in in the office, you know it. it nothing changes you you at least have the opportunity to hold a republican candidate accountable and i want to say this as well we saw this with trump when you see it with candidates forever you know back in through political history candidates grow when they have to defend their positions and when they have to back off of things that they realize their constituents find unacceptable about their views often true and, and that should be happening most right now yes and i and i believe it will we have to hope for that don't we yeah. I, I just go back to it again there is, there is no choice. If you want to see change, if you want to take away the, uh, the tyranny of, of Democratic rule, you have to put Republicans' butts in the seats. And now, and, how come McConnell's and, not supporting MAGA, Blake Masters in Arizona? See, does it have to go both ways? It does, but for Mitch, it doesn't, apparently. Anyway, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Hello, I'm John Cash. Yeah, Lily of the Valley, our sacred number tonight. And I have a whole bunch of Johnny Cash, just solo acoustic sacred numbers that are so beautiful. That one is just a marvel of a tune. I'm firmly on record saying Johnny Cash, American legend, and possibly even a genius as well. And by the way, uh, last caller, uh, Tom in Denver. I mean, ideal world, we'd want everybody to just vote Republican if it's a rhino candidate. Or if it's a MAGA candidate, right? But um, there's Liz Cheney out there saying that she's going to do everything she can to stop Carrie Lake from getting an election victory in Arizona. So how come Liz Cheney doesn't play by those rules? You see, the hardcore rhino neoconservatives don't play by those rules. They don't support the MAGA candidates. And the Colorado Republican Party never fully got on board with the America First MAGA Trump thing. They were always an undercurrent against it on some level. Not all levels, but some level. So... You can see why it's complicated, okay? That's just the only point I'm making on that. Um, I had a whole bunch of segments I'm not going to get to because the phones were so wild. Blake says he's never seen so many darn phone calls, and whenever one cuts off, we have another one fill up like within seconds. I love these nights. Just a quick news on this. Uh, Elon Musk says you know, he's going to buy Twitter, and he's going to fire 75% of the employees, stat. So goodbye, Twitter employees, if this does go through. Um, but does that mean 75% less censorship? Let us hope so. 
from the uh, yeah, deep state Twitter. And Biden administration doesn't want free speech, so they're trying to block it. And there's, oh, national security reasons, got to block. Yeah, the last thing that our deep state and our Biden administration ever wants, our establishment ever wants, is free speech, right? Liz Truss resigned after 44 days as PM in the UK. What a disaster that was. But it makes me worry that there are some big bad things going on with the UK economy, which maybe means the global economy. I think she saw something that scared her big time, and so she wanted to get the heck out of there. And one last thing. Trudeau, World Economic Forum Trudeau on guns in Canada. Listen to him. In May, our government introduced measures to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. Today, our national freeze on handguns is coming into force. From today forward, it is no longer legal to buy, sell, or transfer a handgun in Canada. There you go. Trudeau, World Economic Forum guy, but he's got his armed bodyguards around him wherever he goes. Second Amendment needs to be sacred in this country. And I was persuaded Joe O'Day seems solid on the Second Amendment on that CNN interview. So I'm kind of trying to present both sides of this. It's not an easy one on Joe O'Day. Um, anyway, uh, the, uh, the World Economic Forum, they want you uh, no Second Amendment, eating your bugs, living in a pod, owning nothing. Yeah digesting their propaganda all day, censoring you if you ever get out of line with a thought. Anyway, that's for another show. Uh, let's say hello to, uh, let's go in order, and this is Guy in Inglewood. Guy, any thoughts tonight, sir? Wasn't the original thing going in the assembly that O'Day wasn't a Republican? I don't remember. He wasn't a registered, wasn't a registered Republican. Interesting, yeah. And we went and we, we selected him anyway. I mean, you know, going back to the dude from Conifer, you know, the purest stuff in times of trouble does not work. We are in times of trouble. This country is in a crisis. Totally. This, and we cannot, we got to, like the guy before me said, you got to put Republicans' butts in the seats. And, but O'Day came into that assembly, not a Republican, not a registered Republican. How the heck that ever happened, I have no clue. And, unfortunately, I'm hatch-acted at work. I can't get involved. But, dang, I mean, yeah. you know, like John Caldera says, you know, any way GOP can screw something up, they certainly will. It is uh, it is unfortunate, Guy. I hear your point. Uh, and you probably hatch-act, can't say if you're gonna, which way you're going to vote, but uh, I understand your sentiments. And, again, we Republicans of I'm Colorado. I'm a conservative. We're... I am a conservative. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go MAGA. Thank you, Guy. Go MAGA. Thank Stay you. close. Talk soon. And uh, let's get to uh, and uh, Peter in Denver. Peter, welcome. We're low on time, but any quick thoughts? Yeah, Doc, I haven't spoken to you in a while, man. Been missing you, Peter. Yeah, glad you're here. Yeah. And I, was, I don't want to make anybody mad, but I was watching my Jets play today. So Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no worries. They booed Jill uh, Biden last week big time, the Jets. Did you see that? What was Jill, oh, yeah, Jill Biden was out on the stage um, on the ground at the New York Jets game, and, man, she got booed. Dude, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's the wrong turn. And about, you know, I got my ballot the other day, and I filled it all out except O'Day. This guy, I don't know, man. I won't know till that day when I go. You know, I fill out my mail-in ballot, but I vote in person. I bring that with me just in case yeah. something goes yeah. wrong. But, uh, it's a hard one for yeah, you, huh? Yeah. When I saw that at the Western Conservative concert, he had said six months originally, 
Now he's flip-flopping already. I just don't trust him. But I won't know until the day I go there and vote. So it's uh, it's on the see that's that's I think I'm in that category where oh you know you could you have to just weigh it all and yeah, I don't know maybe about, maybe he can make it up to us in some way in the next uh, week or two. Uh, you but know, you uh, talk about the binary decision. Binary decision. We're yeah. talking about life death here. Okay, it's a little cold to call it. But you know, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. I just don't trust them. But we'll see what happens election day. Yeah. But, um, you know, this is how the Colorado Republican establishment runs a campaign. This is how the yeah. Colorado Republican establishment advisors run a campaign. This is what we get. And, uh, you know, they're the first ones to say, you MAGA people, you don't know what you're doing. You screwed up the state. You're clueless. Um, you're backwards. You're retrograde. But yet, sometimes, you know, I, I, I just uh, I think they're the ones that are the retrograde backward ones. And I guess we'll see what happens. They, they were part of turning the state deep blue, which I believe they are right now. Midnight blue, in fact. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a pretty picture as Denver, we, we lose the state, and uh, Colorado, Denver in decline, as Tubbs always talks about. Uh, crime, yeah. fentanyl, the border problems that, uh, you know, we're, we're affected by so deeply. Um, it, it's a big old mess. We should be able, it should be a gimme to have Republicans sweep the slate here, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, you would think so. You would but, think, uh, but it doesn't Colorado. quite seem to be that easy yet, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, there's a few other states, too, that could flip a... Uh, a uh, I will say this. I don't think we need O'Day to get a Republican Senate. I will say that. No, um, I think we're going to get 52 or 53, it looks like, and that's uh, not including O'Day. And I don't see any polling data anywhere or anybody that says uh, O'Day has, has a likely chance to win. So... um Anyway, no, I don't think so. I, I think most of the people that voted here were uh, either independents or Democrats who, uh, like they said they were going to do, switch their uh, registration and uh, vote for. Um, I think he got more independents and votes than he did probably conservative votes. Uh, who who did? Are you saying? I'm saying I think O'Day probably got oh. more independents. Oh, in the primary. Dem- yeah. In the yeah, primary. he got more unaffiliateds in the primary. Yeah, then Republicans. I think I think so. I don't know if that's a fact or not, but I have a feeling that was the case. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, we're just we're wrestling with this one, and so much is at stake um, nationally yeah. speaking. Uh, uh, you know, Colorado. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I mean, Trump said, <laughs> Trump said, you know, we don't uh, MAGA doesn't vote for stupid people with big mouths, and I mean that's like whoa. Uh, you know, and again, Trump, most popular politician in this country by far. And uh, trying yeah. to pick a fight there. I mean, you want to run for office to pick a fight. That's what Blake Masters is doing and Kerry Lake is doing. But you don't want to pick a fight with your own base. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I agree, man. Well, good talking again. And uh, yeah, good. Uh, yeah. Good luck good working day. that through. And uh, we'll be again. I'll be hosting tubs on Friday. We're going to pick this up again there. But, Peter, all the best to you and uh, to Backbone Country, to Blake. Thank you, sir. All the best, and we'll, uh, we'll talk Friday. How about? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.